On today's episode, AMC is calling this new show the next Better Call Saul. Is Sylvester Stallone going to continue acting? And Joe Rogan and Dave Portnoy talk about Elon Musk. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Socially Sensitive Podcast. This is Socially Solo, episode number 139. Today's Wednesday. Hump day, yeah! January 11th, 2023. It's hard to still get used to saying that, 23. Um, today's National Days. Today's National Step in a Puddle and Splash Your Friends Day. Um, but I guess that's only if you're a five-year-old. Today's also National Milk Day. I saw a, uh, a TikTok video, think, thinking of milk, that uh, they took a glass of milk and poured blue Powerade into it. Um, it was uh, three quarters milk and one quarter Powerade, and supposedly it tastes like uh, strawberry milk. Um, I haven't tried that yet, but uh, need to give it a try and see see what we think. Um, today's also Bitcoin is at $17,386. It was holding in the high 16000 there for a while, for pretty much the past month. Um, but then Sunday, it kind of slowly started climbing up. Uh, now it's up yeah, over 2.5% from last week. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see if it keeps that climb to maybe get back up over 20000 AMC has a new series that's coming out. It's titled Lucky Hank. And it's based off of a, a novel by Richard Russo. It's called Straight Man. Um, they're promoting it as Bob Odenkirk's follow-up to Better Call Saul because he's starring in it. It'll uh, premiere March 19th. And uh, I don't know much about it because, you know, I, I haven't read that no novel. But I usually watch anything with Bob Odenkirk in it. The synopsis is uh, Odenkirk takes on the role of William Hen Henry Devereaux, Jr., the English department chair at uh, Ralton College, a poorly funded university in the Pennsylvania Rust Belt. The original book followed Devereaux, an anarchist, over the course of one increasingly chaotic week. As he contends with angry colleagues, suspects his wife of cheating on him with the dean, fights off his own attraction to a young um, professor and ponders his tense relationship with his father and faces reminders of his own mortality. So it sounds kind of like it could be uh, the Nobody movie that uh, he did not too long ago. Kind of, I mean, not the same, but does that reading that, that's what that makes me think of. And uh, they put out a little teaser video. Um, all it is is just, you know, like a still image of Bob Odenkirk with a voiceover as he narrates. And here's uh, that audio clip. I've always been a difficult man. I specialize in minor strife and insignificant irritation. That's my lane. Yeah, I'll definitely have to uh, have to watch this one. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm a big Bob Odenkirk fan. Um, again, it premieres March 19th, and it says season one will run for eight episodes on Sundays. Who out there listening watches Tulsa King? It's, you know, the show created by Taylor Sheridan, who made Yellowstone. Uh, Sylvester Stallone plays a New York City mafia lieutenant who gets out of prison and heads to Tulsa to start a, a new gang, a new outfit, or a new mob. 
Sylvester Stallone says that Tulsa King could mark the last time he acts in uh, one of his own projects, I guess, that uh, he said it might be his swan song. One asked if he's working on anything he'd hope to direct and act in down the road. He responded, I might be, but maybe not the acting. I doubt the acting aspect of it. In an interview, uh, Stallone talked about how playing certain characters, how that affects you. He said, when you're uh, doing characters like Rambo, after a while, it's like you want to attack the pancakes in the morning. You want to throw your coffee against the wall. You actually breathe that kind of anger. If you keep it going, it reflects in your eyes. Yeah, I guess uh, playing a, a certain type of character day in and day out like that could take its toll on your mental well-being. I also wanted to tell everyone about a new coffee brand called Coffee Brand Coffee. It's fresh roasted to order using only the highest quality coffee sourced direct from farms around the world. Coffee Brand Coffee was built by creating direct trade partnerships with many coffee producers that use sustainable coffee growing standards. We feel that this uh, dedication to quality should be obvious when you have uh, Coffee Brand Coffee in your cup. And uh, there are nearly 20 new flavors and the uh, upcoming tea line. And uh, they even have hot cocoa too. So check them out at coffeebrandcoffee.com and use the coupon code SENSITIVE. For an additional 5% off. So give them a try. I saw a video of Joe Rogan and Dave Portnoy. Talking about Elon Musk buying Twitter. I thought their conversation was uh, pretty interesting. So here's a clip from that. They He tried to withdraw from buying Twitter. And the CEO or whatever stuck him to the price. Because it made money. And they got a great price. So... They got a ridiculous price. Ridiculous. He gave them way more than it's worth. And he had a mindset of going into it. There was two things going on. One, he believed that it's it's very bad for democracy in general when you have suppression of free speech. And I agree with that. He really means that. And he sees it happening to him, right? And so he sees it happening to people that he knows and people whose voices he's respected. And he saw that, like... Uh, the Babylon Bee got banned, which is crazy. Which is crazy. Crazy for calling Rachel Levine the crazy. man of the year. Yes, yeah, a crazy. biological male calling him the male of the year like crazy. That, that, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that that's so offensive. It, the that, Babylon Bee getting kicked off. Crazy. Yes. Yeah. So he was like, "Well, that's enough." And then the reason why he tried to pull out of it, he's like, "They're not giving me data on the actual amount of fake accounts." Correct. There was an, a former FBI guy, pull up that story, Jamie, this former FBI guy estimated the actual amount of fake accounts on Twitter, and he was like, it could be as high as 80%. So if you're buying something, and they say, well, it's 95% people, it's 5% boss, but we're trying to figure that out. And he's like, how are you trying to figure that out? Show me. And they won't show him. And he's like, show me your data that shows you. And they right. show him 100 accounts. They went over 100 accounts. Uh, over 80% of Twitter accounts are likely bots, former FBI security specialist, which is fucking wild. So if that's like 20% of the people on Twitter are actual humans and 80% of it is propaganda, either by publicity firms or um, super PACs or whoever the fuck is trying to manipulate narratives. And one of the things that you saw with Elon was like there's a bunch of tweets that people retweeted. They're from wildly different accounts that were all the exact same tweet. 
And he's like, these are bots. Like these are there's a thousand percent bots. Yeah. I mean, I went so through a phase like you. I couldn't even, if I posted something, it was all bots. Yeah, hundred percent. So I don't just there's a million percent bots. They probably weren't giving the right information, but he did want to pull out. Well, I think if they found out that information, this Twitter would be worth substantially less. Right. And that's also what he was trying to do. He was, I think he's trying to probably talk them into a better price. Because if you, if you find out that a company is 95% horseshit right. or, or 80% horseshit and 20% what they say it is, like if that gets out, but that's he also, devastating to the company. 100%. He also has such fuck you money, though. He was upset about the suppressing, and I'd probably be the same way if I had that type of money. It's like, I'm just going to fucking buy you. Like, yeah. And that's essentially what he did. And I do think, like you said, the bots and going back and forth, he wanted to get out. That's the one thing, though, the Twitter pro Twitter, everyone's like, I'm going to get off my – my dad was one of those guys. I'm leaving Twitter. It's like, what are you talking about, dad? Why uh, was he leaving Twitter? Because Elon. My dad my, – <laughs> so my dad, which people – my dad is like a, a very liberal guy, like hated Trump hates him hated him before he became president just hate him so i interviewed trump and i facetimed my dad i tried to keep it a secret and i like facetimed him when i was doing it just to see my dad's reaction he turtled my dad turtled when he saw him he's like <laughs> oh hi but i mean he he hates him hates him well that's pretty good um i just want to thank everybody for listening and uh if you enjoyed this episode please be sure to share it with your friends and family and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. If you have any feedback or suggestions for future episodes, don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can contact us on each of the social media platforms at Socially Sensitive or visit our website, sociallysensitive.com, where you can uh, also stay up to date on all things socially sensitive. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you have an amazing rest of your day. See you tomorrow. Bye. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also, check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.